What's up, my guys? We are back. This is the Juice Box with episode 81. A great man once said, buy the dip. Big Czar, what's up? Who's the great man? Uh, the world may never know. Huh. Dave Portnoy. Uh-huh. A lot of people. Jake. Yes. What is up? What's up, baby? How are you doing? I'm all right. It's the good? end of a week, you know? Yeah, I Friday. Feel it's Friday, but like... I don't know. This week... Let's go. For get into fir- it. No, I mean, it's just like... They just go so long anymore. Like, I can't remember the last time I had a fast week. I feel that, actually. They go long, but then it's over, and then you're like, well, that went fast. Yeah. Spe- speaking, uh, of, I mean. speaking of things taking time, it's been a while since we've had you here, G. How are you? What's up, Juice Box Podcast? Welcome our guest, G. Page. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. All right, so we might as well jump into it, the off-camera conversation, since the first question was asked, why did Doge dip today? Okay, so the biggest thing about Doge... So everyone knows it's a meme coin. Okay. It was literally made. So uh, whenever Bitcoin came out, I think 2010, like Dogecoin was literally a joke in like 2013, I think. So its whole purpose is it's a meme coin. It's like, oh, like this is going to be the funny version of Bitcoin. And the biggest thing about Doge, um, it's super pumped up by Elon's tweets. So whenever Elon tweets about it, the price goes up. And also with Doge, there's no cap on the amount of coins in circulation. Okay. Yeah, like Bitcoin, there's there's 21 million coins. Dogecoin, unlimited amount. Whoa. And the thing about Doge that a lot of people don't know about, and this is why it's a risky asset. I mean, I think it'll hit a dollar one day, but it's so risky because 12 wallets currently own 80% of all the coins in circulation. So that means at any point, say if like I was one of those 12 wallets, if it hits like a dollar, I could liquidate all my money. And if you were a big hodler, then you're going to get wrecked. Oh, yeah. Because in the price. Okay. Gotcha. I don't know the exact price right now. I I look at it. Uh, But I saw, like, something today. On, it was a tweet, and someone said it was like, uh, Doge is worth more than a quarter. Let that sink in. And I thought about that, and I was like, whoa. Dogecoin is worth more than an American quarter. Just so weird. Yeah, because I just mean. A, just a stupid meme coin no 100 percent. and i'm i'm gonna ask like the dumbest questions possible but it's not i mean like they are gonna be stupid but i genuinely don't know how like how are these coins made like who is does does anybody know we'll just use bitcoin does anybody know who's like in control of the bitcoin or is that what the blockchain is so um (laughs) a good question you know it's at the end of the day it's all internet money Okay. So, um, Bitcoin was created by a them or a they. It could be a group of people. It could be an alien. Satoshi Nakamoto. So, it was after the 2008 financial crisis. You know, central banking, uh, subprimes, housing market. Everyone's doing all this stuff. Right. Basically, like, people were ma- manipulating our money. Okay. So after that happened, there was this mi- mysterious person. He was on, um, like cryptography, like uh, blog posts. You know, that's basically like you know the cybersecurity stuff. You know, encryption, decryption, all that. So basically, he sent out an email and said, hey, how would you guys like to see an alternative you know, form of money? And that's where he sent out the email with Bitcoin and its white paper, which was basically the documentation of what Bitcoin is, its you know, best case uses, and like, you know, how it operates. So to say someone controls it, it's really the people control it. That's why it's truly a decentralized, peer-to-peer, neutral currency. So you really can't say one person controls it because technically we control it. We give it value, and you know, 
No one can ever take away the amount of supply, which is 21 million. That's a fixed number, never higher, never lower. So yeah, we control it, and yeah, it's truly decentralized, like truly. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Because like, there really isn't many things, I feel like, that go on in today's day and age that like a government or a world leader doesn't have their hand in. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean? That's, yeah, I never thought of it. I guess that is a very big part of it, but I never even like really thought of it that way. Just like completely decentralized. Like yeah, no I mean, one's in charge of it. Yeah, and it's even crazier because like it's it's really gold 2.0. So like quick history lesson. So like gold, our dollar used to be backed by gold. I'm sure you guys maybe heard of that. That's why I call it the gold standard. So after World War One, kind of during, the world governments, they realized that they could inflate their dollars dollars to do war. Okay. So after World War you know, no, no one really knows the cause of World War One. You know, it's like a lot of this and that. But after that, governments realized that they could inflate our dollar to, you know, do World War Two. That's because after World War One, Germany suffered from hyperinflation. That's where Hitler came in. He was able to radicalize over our currency shit. So here's a crazy leader. So, if, yeah, if you just look at history, gold was really gold was our standard. And once we got off of gold with central banking and fiat currency, which we know now is the U.S. dollar, that kind of really put us going downhill. That's where, you know, you see we, we spend a lot on military, not really mu- that much on education. And once you can control the money, you can control the people. That's why when you look at a lot of Bitcoiners, you know, they really have like a libertarian mindset. They have like an open mindset. And it's mainly because you're truly free. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question. Um, Damn. This is something... That was a knowledge bomb. Yeah, bro. that was very truth bomb. Pretty deep in the rabbit. a lot of knowledge <laughs> like in my brain right now, but like, so we talk about like Bitcoin. Like people think Bitcoin is the future, which it very well might be the future. It's always changing, like the value of it. How how is that ever going to be regulated if it's literally changing by the second? You see what I mean? Right, right, right. I, that's just one of the things that I think about. Yeah. So. A couple of things about Bitcoin, you know, like a lot of people try to compare it to like a stock, you know. Yeah. I'll say for the starters, it's not a stock in, in one, uh, what ways or whatsoever. So the thing about the price fluctu- uh, fluctuations, you have to think about scarcity because I mentioned earlier, there's only 21 million coins ever in existence. Yeah. So the reason why it fluctuates a lot because of the institutions, um, you call them whales. They have like, like say JP Morgan, like right now they could buy hundred million dollars worth of Bitcoin like that. That's not that much to them. At the same time, they could sell off a hundred million worth of Bitcoin, and that'll make the price naturally dip Get down. Down, yeah. But once guys like us see like a large amount of Bitcoins being liquidated, uh, we might get scared. That's why everyone says hold, you know, H O D L. Yeah. They really want you to huddle because it's really easy for institutions to sell off a hundred million of Bitcoin, then it drops down, and then I'll go, oh man, I, I need to sell. Everyone else is selling. So then whenever that happens, you know, we call those paper hands, just like Dave Portnoy. He had a lot of Bitcoin. He sold out at like, what, ten or 11000 Paper hands Portnoy, baby. Exactly, right? So whenever we see big institutions liquidating their Bitcoin, it, that's whenever, like, I'll tweet out, like, hold or buy the dip because the institutions, they're selling off their Bitcoin so they can buy it back at a, you know, cheaper price. And then the, they're, they're hoping that in the future you're going to buy off of them because, ah, I got you to sell at 50 k and now you're buying from me at 100 k Yeah, some market manipulation right oh. there. And it's um, big words. Yeah. And then uh, the reason it dropped recently, because like, um, you know, how people like long and short, like stock. Options yeah. Yeah. Stuff. So there was a long and they had to liquidate like another billion worth of Bitcoin. So that's why like um, the price like has dropped down like a lot. But by those dips, man, like you said earlier. Yeah. 
Damn. I it, I I just feel so uninformed. Like <laughs> well, I well, we're informed now. I, like I I know all this stuff's going on, and I've known that it's going on in the background. But like, I I just I still I just don't like. I get what you're saying. Right. You know what I'm saying. But uh-huh. like, I don't understand how money itself will just be taken away. So. You know, you get what I'm trying to say, yeah, yeah. which I can't say because I'm an idiot right now. <laughs> well, well, bro, it's crazy because um, oh, I'm going to tell you first off, you're you're not late. You're still early. So if you still get into it, you're pretty early. So, Fuck yeah. yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, I'm late. I'm like, no, there's no way you're late. So my question to you is like, oh, y'all, what is money? It's what we buy stuff with. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly yeah. the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, the first thing that popped in my head was a form of currency. Right. So um basically to make something a money, it needs to hit like five categories. It needs to be, you know, divisible, it needs to be transportable, it needs to be durable, it needs to be recognizable, it needs to be scarce. That's something in economic terms truly makes something money. So the reason why we use gold and gold's been circulating for thousands of years, it's been a standard, we still use it today, is because gold was durable, meaning if you have gold, it's gonna be here, it's not gonna expire. It was yeah. divisible. You can, you know, chop it into, like, bricks, coins, whatever. Um, it's verifiable, meaning that, you know, you can't really – that's why we have fool's gold and all that stuff. You really can't fake gold, you know. That's why you also can't create it. Um, the, the scarcity, meaning, you know, the reason why gold is so valuable is because there's a high, like, cost to produce it. You know, it costs money to, you know, mine gold. It costs money to find it. It makes it scarce. And then being transportable, that's the main thing that really – you know, gold was tr- is transportable, but you know, it sometimes it's heavy. You got to protect that shit. You know, people can steal it. You know, you yep. watch out for pirates, and like that's really where Bitcoin comes into like the picture because it's truly gold 2.0. Because right now, say if you were in Germany, you would just give me your Bitcoin address. I could send money to you right now. No bank, no third party, just me to you, peer to peer. And the way it works is it's decentralized nodes all over the world using miners and complex mathematical equations. It's internet money, but just know it's it's one of the best monetary policies that I've read up on, and this is after doing like six years of school and, and business, and even after, uh, I'm probably going to go after watch my episode uh, with you guys before. I've changed so much from then to now. I'm just like, I finally know what money is. They're lying to us, and I'm like, damn, I can't wait to share it with people. So yeah, ask, ask any weird question, any of them. Come on. Oh, they'll, they'll, no, they're, they're going to be common. I'm curious as to how many, I know we've just been talking about Bitcoin here, but how many different coins have you invested in personally? Yeah, so if you go on Twitter, there's going to be Bitcoin maxis. Those are the guys who are like, oh, every other coin's a shit coin, da, 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 all this stuff. But like, um, like in my eyes, like Bitcoin will always be king because it's truly decentralized. We don't have a face to the creator. But I also do believe that once more, you know, with how technology is evolving, we're all going to go towards tech, you know. Like, before this year, I had no idea what Zoom was. Since COVID happened, I love Zoom now. Dead ass. You know, Zoom's crazy, right? So, um, I currently invest into, like, a couple projects that I believe in, like, Ethereum. Like, that's a good one. It's to sum Ethereum up. It's, like, a decentralized software platform. Like, you could do a podcast on Ethereum. All these NFTs you're hearing about, those are all powered through Ethereum. It has some really use case, like, um, things that I really love. It, I think it's... I really do like Ethereum. I like his design. It's pretty cool. I got uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum. I got this thing called uh, Uniswap. It's basically a decentralized exchange, kind of like Coinbase. 
Um, I got like chain link, like just a couple coins because I would say 80 to 90 percent of like the altcoins out there, they're really just pump and dump. Yeah, get hyped up, pump and dump. Kinda right. Like Doge, yeah. Doge is its own little meme category. That's why I think Doge will still have value going forward. But like, I really don't like the thing about the crypto world. Safe investment in Bitcoin. I think the next safest is Ethereum. But then after that, you really got to do your own research because you could get screwed over. Easy. <coughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, I've had a couple. I had a little bit of Bitcoin at one point, not enough to make any money. What? No. I mean, I this would have been. So for a while there, Bitcoin was like plateaued at like 20000 mm-hmm. So, and, and at that price, it's kind of hard to buy into. You know what I mean? Well, the biggest thing about the plateaued, uh, and this is a th- this is something that a lot of people don't know, every four years there's a halving in the code. Right. Yeah. 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 So you know about the halving. Yeah, yeah. Historically, it does twenty x. Yeah. So I assume that you kind of got out before this past month. Well, I, oh yeah, it was way before that. I actually took my Bitcoin and uh, converted it to XRP. Ah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was real big into XRP. I mean, the only thing I don't like about XRP, it's still kind of centralized a little bit. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, they obviously have like a company. It's they have the SEC thing go down with it, and then um, the only thing I don't like about Ripple, like their company has like a large majority of XRP. Right. So yeah, they I, hold a lot of I it. Like uh, in this space, the more decentralized, the better. Yeah. Well, I also had Litecoin for a while. Sold that all off. Bro, you got to hold, man. It's it's so early. I know. This, like this, this was this <laughs> was go. back in like 2018. Like it was still such a new idea. Well, well, hold up. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, you're you're earlier than me, so you're an OG, bro. Like I literally got in uh, last March. For real? Happened. Yeah, that's right. Okay, right. so I mean, like, perfect time though. And it's funny. I was uh, my girlfriend bought some Doge coin. Shout out, girlfriend. Just kind of ripping on her. Like, ah, that's a. <laughs> I was like, that's a meme. Like, that's not going to do anything. But now it went up to 30 cents. And like, if you bought in. At or what? We get up to forty, forty four cents. Yeah, I, I mean, like if you bought in at like when it was at four cents, like that's pretty good gains. I, I saw a screenshot oh. of a tweet today that somebody over like the the rise of the price over the past couple of days literally became a millionaire just we, from Doge. Yeah, no, yeah, like just imagine the people who got in like sub penny, like before it was yeah, even a like penny when it first and it goes up to forty four cents. Like yeah. that's what. Right. Like sometimes I go look at coins. And you see these new ones that come out, and I almost want to just like put a bunch of m- money into all the new Dude, ones that I, are at like sub penny, yeah. just for the off chance that they get up to yeah. like a, even a like if you put enough in and it gets to a dollar, yeah, exactly. Like, That's exactly <laughs> how I think about it, which is probably dangerous as hell. It, it, I mean, but <laughs> because, I think the same way like that because like a lot of the ways people talk to is like some of these coins, like at any given time, the value could just drop to zero. Yeah, it, and you know that's why like. Whenever people ask me about getting in, like, a lot of people are on Doge. I'm like, you know, if you get in the Doge and, like, uh, expand the TikTokers. TikTokers love Doge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, in the, the, the Doge Fucking army. Fucking TikTokers. <laughs> and uh, the Doge army on Twitter is funny as hell, too. I ain't going to lie. Like, I'm Doge, surprised Triller wasn't sponsored by Doge. 100%. And so the biggest thing, bro, like, whenever you get in any crypto, you do got to do your research. Because, like, if you throw a 1,000 in, you're like, oh, yeah, it's going up one day. I'm a hodl. And then zero, it's like, man, mm-hmm. yeah. you're going to be mad at all other cryptos. You never right. trust it. Right, right. All right, I, I have one of my generic dumb questions that I mean sincerely here. So everything is, like, tech technological-based and online. What if we ever got to a point where 
everybody just started investing all their money in that, and then we had like a power grid type situation, fucked. like like a literally book of book of Eli esque type thing. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And I I, I well, know that's putting saying, you on the you're spot. You're saying we're like the internet. Yeah, because yeah, I, I I think about it all the time. Like if if we ever. If we ever went into like a World War Three situation, that's how it would be, in my opinion. I don't I, think we would I, I think, invade. I, I mean, think really, we'd just shut everything off. I mean, I think if we're speaking realistically. I don't think, it, like, if we got into an apocalyptic situation, like you're saying, like Book of Eli, where like society falls and yeah, it like turns into extreme. its own thing. I think that's not going to matter because normal currency is going to not matter Matter anymore either. either. Yeah, true. So, like, you got the dollar is not going to mean shit anymore. I didn't even think about that. Fuck. (laughs) None of it's going to mean shit if if society falls. Yeah, bro, because, yeah, if that happens, like... uh you don't even have to worry about Bitcoin because then it's like zombies. You worry about who's eating who. What's yeah. what, what's what's the first move you make if you're sitting at home or in your office and you're on the phone and you realize that everything shuts down and you have you have to make that first instinctual move? Are are you going to gather your shit and like dip in the woods? Are are you just convening with friends? What 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 do you think you'd do? First thing I'd probably do like as soon as I re- as soon as it hit, I'm like, oh shit, this is the, the end times. I'm going to Red Lobster. I'm stealing all the cheddar biscuits. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Every single one. I'm, I'm going to eat them until I pass out. Solid. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, what I'm dude, that's a great way. I'm that's eating, a cause great I, cause plan. Like, I'm going to come there with my axe and my war paint. I'm like, you know why I'm here. Give me all the cheddar biscuits. <laughs> And then I'm going to leave. And then, dude, that's then great. <laughs> yeah, you, you could look at them and be like, dude, they're not your cheddar biscuits. Let me just eat these bitches. Dude, th- those things are dangerous. Dude, yeah. You go to Red Lobster and, like, just can't quit eating them. Should I'm like, don't even bring my entree because just I'll just keep eating the biscuits. Are those biscuits the greatest appetizer at a restaurant mm. as a whole? Now you got me really because you you know some places you go they have the warm bread with butter they have like chips and salsa like a Mexican or an Alpha place. You know what's a good wait? What is even the so place? You're saying you're is saying it, a uh, not just an appetizer but one that. It's guaranteed to come out. Yeah. Like, you're just getting it. I don't know if it's yeah. quick. So, like, you, you know how when you yeah, sit yeah. down at the Alpha, yeah, they give yeah. you the chips and salsa? Right. Like, right. those type of situations. I, I I think for me, at least everywhere that I've eaten or been, that has to be the goat for me. Oh, I, mean, I don't red, know red if lobster's good yeah. as fuck. I don't know if it's Quaker or uh, Quaker. Outback or Texas Roadhouse. I can't even think. Bro, yeah. The rolls with, like, that cinnamon butter. Oh, yeah, See, that's, um, I don't like this. That's, uh, I, I can't I think, even I think. think. That's Longhorn, that's, no, no, or Outback. That's Texas know, Roadhouse. It's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Those things Texas are fire. I, I don't like. Every time I go to Texas Roadhouse, I ask them for, um, ask them for normal butter. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, that's I, don't like, I don't like the cinnamon butter for whatever yeah. reason. But I, I think... One that I, I really enjoy the Outback yes. bread. Is that, that's like the like that dark, brown. Yeah, yeah, the dark bread. Fuck I don't know yeah. if it's pumpernickel or what, but it's really good. All I'm, right, I'm shout out our Aussies. Yeah, shout, shout out, out the motherfucking Aussies down under. We keep climbing, mate. So, gee, I have to ask because what's up? This is just another norm that I, that I keep hearing about, and I kind of understand it, but I kind of don't. An NFT, okay. Can you give me just like one of your quick history lessons on an NFT yeah, so bro. I can kind of understand it? So NFT stands for non fungible token, right? So that's it, actually the only thing I know. And anytime <laughs> somebody's like, "What's an NFT?" I just look at him. I say, "A non fungible token." That literally happened last weekend. You got to twirl your mustache. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. So, um, 
basically an NFT, you could think of it as digital art. So, you know, the biggest thing that NFTs are going to look to do, it's basically they use blockchain technology. And the way blockchain works, it's like you just can't lie on there, you know? Like blockchain, the reason I really like it is because say if like even a government utilized blockchain, you could see in live time where your taxes Okay. So, you know, that, that's just one application. So, with NFTs, it's really anything you want it to be. So, being like, so say for you guys, example, you could make like a juice box podcast NFT, right? Just with the logo, you can make five of them. You can be like, all right, we're going to put these up for bid, and then you could have any add on with it. Like, whoever owns this will give you like a 30 second shout out on the podcast. So, the thing about NFTs, they're really going to bring back the music industry, the art industry. And I think they're going to be huge in video games and VR because. There's just so many use cases for them. Like, you know, it could be from, uh, you could have early access to a website. You could have, like, um, download this. Um, if you look into Mark Cuban and Gary Vee, like, they're real big on NFTs. I think what Mark Cuban did, he was selling NFTs, and he was like, all right, whoever buys this, you get, like, uh, 30 seconds. So, you know, I'll, like, I'll do anything that you want me to do as long as it's, you know, PG. And then, like, that's, like, a custom one that people get. So. Gotcha. So, so, like, essentially to dumb it down for me, in, in the most simple way possible, it's basically like an an art collection that you would buy, except it's on the the blockchain. What well, you bid on them, right? Like you get into is it is that how it works? Like you bid against other people for one. So it's it's um it's a little more simple than that. It's like literally anything you have. Like if you made an NFT, you could put it on the blockchain. You could make it um not for sale. You could bid on it. You could have like a sale now price. You could just have like an NFT gallery on your page all not for sale just to showcase your artwork. But is it comparable to cryptos where, like, does the value of it go up and down? So it really all depends on the popularity. Like, if you're popular, the demand's going to go up. Like, I saw, like, fucking uh, Paris Hilton had an NFT. People were going dumb crazy for it. Like, it was really cool design and all that stuff. But it's like, um, it really depends on the artists, if you're a celebrity, if you're popular. And if you're, you're like, that's why, like, I was going to get into NFTs, but, like, I'm kind of slow playing it because, you know, the fees to get into NFTs are pretty high. Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah, if you have good art, it will sell. If you're popular, it will sell. And I think with you guys, once you grow the podcast, more NFTs are going to be good money. So, like, fuck yeah. It's so, like, for example, if who's that big street artist? If, or Banksy? Banksy. So yeah. has he done them yet? Yeah, okay. So, like, say I got myself a Banksy NFT. Ooh. Right, yeah. It's probably, I mean, his shit sells for, like, high dollar. But, so say I got one of those. I could hold it for 10 years and put it back on the blockchain. So Is that how, like... So it's kind of like you're you're kind of investing. Yeah, that's too. what I mean. It's kind of, it's 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 an investment type thing, or it could be looked at that way. So the, the biggest thing about um, NFTs, they're always on the blockchain. So, like, say if I had an NFT and I was selling it, and say if, like, Jake's, Jake bought it. Everyone would see that Jake owns it on the blockchain. You know, the same thing, because that's why people are like, oh, I can just screenshot it. But it's just similar to the Mona Lisa. There's a Mona Lisa that's the original. And there's ones you can buy on Amazon. Which one's worth more? Okay, right. So, like, with the blockchain, it's like, once I sell it to you, it says that, you know, I was the original owner. It shows the transaction history from me to you. And then you're the owner out there. And then, say, if, like, in 10 years, I get inducted into, like, the art, like, Hall of Fame, and then you still own it, value's going to go crazy. Oh, right. Okay. Because that was one of my my skepticism my skepticisms. That's the word, right? Yeah, I think that's so, right. Uh, sure. At first, when I heard of NFT, I thought because that's that's how I originally heard it was like digital art. Like mm-hmm. I was like, well, couldn't you just screenshot it? But then you explain it that way, 
which it makes a lot of sense. You have Mona Lisa, like the original Mona Lisa in a museum somewhere, but mm. you have copies of the Mona Lisa. Now, Mona Lisa. Here's the kicker. Since it's on blockchain, it's easy to transport. The Mona Lisa, say if you wanted to buy it, you got to fly over there. You got to have high tech security. They got to analyze it real quick to see if it's yeah. the original. And then it could be fake. Yeah. So what we're saying is, you know, in 25 years, art museums are just going to be monitors yeah, bro. with art. Imagine this. You're going to walk into an art museum. You're going to have your Apple AR glasses. You're glasses. Gonna, it's going to be a blank room, right? And you're going you're gonna to pop Yo. You're going to see all the NFTs. It's going to be so insane. Bro. Whoa. Yeah, I'm, I'm real big into tech, too. Like Dude. That. Some Iron Man glasses. There it is. Dude. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, I've just been hearing, you hear it on podcasts, I see it on Twitter and everything. That people are just, like, selling their tweets on, in NFTs. They're just selling literally everything. And Joe Rogan's uh, producer, you guys probably heard this if you listened to the episode before Action Bronson, but said that he sold, like, three of his tweets for, like, $5,000 a piece. Literally just words that he typed out and he made money off of it i i just it just kind of confuses me why and i'm not knocking making money but it confuses me why anybody would want to own tweets and ship but people are buying them yeah i mean some stuff's just weird like that it's just how it goes like people buy, like people no buy explanation under, for it. yeah people buy underwear on ebay that's just the way it goes <laughs> yeah a bit like i mean like uh yeah you know, you're not wrong yeah it's just people want what they want i yeah. just I, I don't know why you'd want a picture of someone's tweet I mean, like the like. big, the biggest way I look at it, it's like because uh, Twitter's grown real crazy. Like whenever I first got on Twitter to what it is now, I was like, wow, I had no idea it'd be like this. So like the thing that pissed me off, bro, the other day I was online, right? I was looking at Pokemon cards. Yeah. I was like, bro, all these cards I used to fuck around with are worth thousands of dollars. Like the OG Pikachu one, the real yeah. common one, it's like average five, six hundred dollars. The Charizard one, everyone had. I'm like, bro, if I could go in the past, I would beat my past self up and steal those cards. Because, like, like yeah, I think we had all the cards from the 90s, yeah, early 2000s dude, yeah. that were worth so much money. And we were just, you know, putting them on bikes, twisting them around. Yeah. Sorry, I know you're itching over Yeah, there. dude, I know. I, I, I was just going to say, literally, you, I was just you literally just, go. You just <laughs> let, like, three flames inside of this man. Bro. I mean, like, it's true. It's great. I mean, the, that's what I said. That the, it seems like... Everyone wants to talk about the Pokemon card market and other trading cards, but it's almost like every existing market out there is up right now, like in a crazy way. Whether it's cryptos, stocks, like I don't know, every everything's like yeah. going crazy. It's uh, I think it's mainly because the central banks they turned on the money printer, so now people are like, damn, my dollar's kind of useless. Um, what can I put my value in, like my time? Because it's all about with humans, it's all about. What can I put my time into that's going to grow in value? Because at the end of the day, it's all about time and money. And the only true limited asset or f the only true fixed asset that we have or um, fixed resource we have is human time. That's the only thing that regardless, we cannot you know, change. So that's why whenever people are, all right, should I invest in gold? Should I invest in this card? Should I invest in NFT? They're not like if you look at all the billionaires and millionaires, they're not like, oh, yeah, I just have U.S. dollars. They're like, no, I either have assets, gold. Uh, you know, precious metals, crypto, whatever. They don't just say, "Oh yeah, I have dollars." Real estate. Yeah. 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 Real estate. Yeah. Today. yeah. It's crazy because they they sell real estate as NFTs. There's this thing called um. What the fuck? See now that. that now see that, now. That. Yeah. I, yeah Bro, that's it's, confusing. It's this thing called uh. It's called the Central Land. Like I like I own parts of it because I was like, there's no way I wasn't buying this. Imagine like a 
It's supposed to be VR. So it's called the Central Land. You go on there. Um, you have like your own virtual character. You can sell NFTs. You can gamble. You can earn the Mana Coin, which I own. You can own it on there. You can get Dai. You can get like real cryptocurrency. You can take. You can buy like plots of land. And they're so going, they're going for millions of dollars. So <laughs> what you're saying is you own a part of the Oasis from Ready Player One. Yes, essentially, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, as soon as I saw Ready Player One, and when I saw the Central Land, and then I actually went into the world and got to see it. I'm just looking at people. I'm like, all right, cool. And then they had like an NFT gallery and all that stuff. And I'm just dude, like, this is insane. I didn't I, even know. I, I'm, this I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be completely straightforward here. I'm mind blown. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that was like. A thing. I know that all this stuff's going on, and I was c- thinking about kind of what you asked when he was, or what you said when he was answering how you said like all of a sudden everything's kind of blown up over the past couple months, and it it, it is. It's very interesting. To, th- to think that everybody had a lot of time on their hands and now it seems like people are more um i guess more inclined to give out free information to help people become more successful in life like it, it it's weird i know everything right now in terms of the world countries are are so terrible mm-hmm. but the one thing that people are doing is they're trying to give everybody like financial yeah. and information to try to boast their their stature later on in life it's 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 crazy because it it has it's literally blown up what over the past year a couple months or so yeah bro it's um it's pretty crazy because you know we're, we're still early the biggest thing that i get mad about is our parents grew up in the internet boom right they, they all grew up in the internet and none of them thought oh maybe i'll buy some apple stock or google or amazon they all say oh whatever it's the internet everyone was like Brick and mortar forever. Right? Damn, that's so true. Yeah. And if you think about fast forward today, would you rather shop online or go wait in line at the mall? You got all these people that are in line. They don't know what they're buying. And you're just like, damn, I could order this online in two seconds or I'm out here at whatever store waiting two hours just to get a pair of socks. So it's that's whenever people say, oh, I'm late to crypto. I'm late to this and that. We're so early. Like Bitcoin's only 12 years old. Let me. Yeah, that's a good way to good way to put it. Let me just play just devil's devil's advocate here, just because. Isn't it kind of scary though to also think that, the times of us, going out and shopping and getting our own things is, it's kind of literally disappearing in front of our eyes to where, there could be a point one day where and there's I mean I do it myself too but where everybody's buying everything and not going out to get stuff to where. You know what? What are businesses going to be like if if there's not a like brick and mortar crowd? You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's weird to just see the the transition of everything. And I do also feel like over the past couple of years, you do just see a lot of those niche category sto- stores, like a comic book store, like a baseball card store, or whatever it may be, kind of diminish because now everybody can just buy them on the computer. Yeah, I mean, um, I think going forward. Humans, we always lean towards what's more efficient. Like whatever's fat. Like eventually, um, a lot of people don't know, but um, Amazon's putting a lot of money into autonomous vehicles. So like uh, pretty soon, a lot of truck drivers are gonna be out the job. That's just the harsh reality. If you look at Tesla and autonomous driving, that's just technology. They're also looking into drone deliveries. So that means they already have like the personless store drone deliveries. So I, I think going forward, like we'll still have brick and mortar, but it'll be more like tradition based. Oh, it's Black Friday. Let's get the family go to the store or like the freaking blockbuster in what oregon or whatever yep. yeah one day i'm gonna visit that because i'm like damn bro i miss blockbuster but it's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be like museums in a way or just like 
traditional, okay, it's Christmas time. Let's all get in the car, go to the mall, buy stuff. We know we know we can get it online. Hmm. I'm gonna have to be completely honest. That sounds fucking awful. Doesn't that sound scary? <laughs> yeah, that's just like not. I don't even want to live in that world. And 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 I what's, like going places. What's wild too is it feels like it's like obviously we everybody can see the benefits and the cons of it, but it feels like it's going so fast to where we're just at a uh, we're on sprint right now to try to just keep advancing in society. And then the scary part is is. We're going to end up creating things to where we don't even, like, need to be anywhere. Anywhere. Well, that's what we, <laughs> yeah. we talked about before. I said, like, at what point is has advancement gone too far? Like, it seems like the overall goal, you know, for since, I don't know, I guess the beginning of time or whatever for humans is to, like, keep making life easier. At what point do you get to the point, though, where you make life so easy that humans aren't even necessary anymore? It's just kind of terrifying. Well, you you phase will phase ourselves out. We're the aliens, bro. I swear. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, all we are is monkeys that ate mushrooms at the end of the day. So right, that's all it is, right? So I believe that theory wholeheartedly. 100%. Once I heard Joe Rogan say that, I'm like, yeah, I believe that. But um, <laughs> I think it's going to get to the point where we're already to the point where we already use AI in terms of Siri. Like Siri's AI, we're already. Yeah. You know, like, I have an Apple Watch on. Other people have them. So I think we're already to the point where we're mixing technology with, you know, human life. But I think it's going to get to the point in the future where information is going to be better. You know, stuff's going to be shipped better. But I'd say for me, like, even though I love tech so much, ideally I want to have a farm one day. I want to grow. I want to, like, have a farm, a Tesla. I want to have some guns because guns are cool. I like shooting guns. Bitcoin. I just want to, like, just have a farm just, like, 20 minutes from the city. That, that That's kind of what I was going to ask you next because, like, obviously I follow you on social media. We go back and forth sometimes. I, I know you like the whole technology and, like, advancement era, but kind of un, unbiasedly you did answer to where you still want there to be places where, you know, there you can have a farm. You, you have your own type of land, and it's not just – big city atmosphere yeah, and then uh, i mean like that's like the blessing in disguise with covid because it kind of showed us like we don't have to like all be clumped together in new york city you could you could do a lot of work from your computer like literally a lot of work that they're like oh you gotta drive 30 minutes in traffic to go to this cubicle job no you could do it from home right yeah so that's why with me it's like you know i enjoy like i just want like a futuristic you know city to where it's clean maybe like i get like the hyperloop like i want to be able to go from here to chicago in 45 minutes that'd like, be wild know, stuff like that and like um that's why for me it's like i really enjoy tech but i like really bad like i like i said just like you i want the farm and all that but if i could get two hours of ready player one like bro if i could just you know put on the helmet and i'm like racing and like freaking uh king kong's chasing me and i'm finding easter eggs with my friends like real touch vr I mean, come on. I, I need that just just for two hours or, yeah. or, or two days or two weeks. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, you said you mentioned the Hyperloop. I, I do like that idea. I think being able to go, like, different places across the world a lot faster, that'd be cool. Like, just you'd, we'd be able to see more places that we probably wouldn't have before, you know, so I think the Hyperloop. Yeah, that that's a good type of technology. Yeah. Like, I, I will just kind of categorize stuff in my own head. Like, I think the whole, like, autonomous stuff needs to, like, get to a realistic point, but then probably stop. I mean, but, the like, travel and medicine 
I think is like type of tech that just needs to always be excelling. But I mean, you also got to think. You know, I'll be devil's advocate a little bit. The thing with AI, it really can't help us out a lot because, say, if you have you know even scheduling for like a doctor's appointment, would you rather have you know the person at the desk struggle with all thirty of these people? Or you know they come in, scan their phone. Or you're 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 in. Line. Yeah, absolutely. Like that type of stuff is good. I just mean like I don't want to get to the point where like, like I said, humans just become kind of useless. Well, like if we phase out all of our jobs and industry, not saying that new industry won't become a thing, but it's just kind of scary. You know what I mean? I don't want humans to be become this th- thing where like. We're floating around on the the freaking things from not, Wally. Not only, not even <laughs> that, fat. but just like That's to where like that. everyone's like, oh, I don't ever need to leave my house because I can just do all this from here. And like, I don't know, Inter- human interaction's a big thing. I, mean, I think it's probably healthy too. Whoa, we're technically already there because I'm sure yeah, we're close. Some people are on social media all day. Some people That's right. Well, we're some people don't leave their house. They only play video games. So I think regardless. Whenever you give people tools, like they're gonna take advantage of. They're oh, if I don't have to work out, I'm just gonna sit all day and play RoomScape. People did that. So, I think at the end of the day, you're gonna have the people that you know work out, use tech, you know, are you know contributing to society, and you're gonna have people that are just lazy and abusing in, in it, like a VR all day. Yeah, so, nothing you can do about it. It's just, it's um, it's uh, the Darwin theory, you know, uh, whatever, like the survival of the fittest. Right. The people that choose to do that. Uh, Harsh reality. Yeah. 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 Damn. Damn. It's true. What would you would you uh get the chip in your head? Elon's chip? Bro, I'm so bullish, man. We we've we've <laughs> we've talked so about this so much it. and I I kinda go back and forth on it. What what's what's so, your takes on the whole so like, chip in the face? Like so the thing we have to think about, once we get it, it's gonna be like Twitter. When Twitter first came out it was harmless. Now Twitter's kinda fucked up, depending on what you look at it. So whenever we get it, it's going to be, oh, sending a text, all this stuff. But then, you know, hundreds of years, then they're going to fuck it up. Yeah. So that's why, like, uh, I'm also big on space uh, exportation. That's why SpaceX, going to the moon, even, like, a space hotel. Like, I'm so big on that because I'm like, all right, if, if we made nukes in, like, 1940s, right? That's, like, what, 80 years ago or something like that? If we made technology to destroy, like, 100,000 people like that. We have bigger ones today. What's stopping us from being able to be interplanetary? What's stopping us from being able to go from here to the moon just like a plane ride? The biggest thing is, you know, once we messed up our money and, you know, started, you know, the, the military-industrial uh, complex where war makes money, everyone knows that. So once we figure out our money, that's when we're going to see tech innovate. That's when we're going to see renewable energy. That's when we'll, you know, cure hunger. And that's whenever we'll really be able to traver, travel planet to planet. That's why I'm hoping in our lifetime we get to go to a different planet. Do you Whoa. think that's why the aliens are here? Bro, aliens are so real. Like you saw, the, they're so real. You saw the pyramid thing the other day, like, the, the, bro, it was. I don't know was, if uh, I saw that one. The government confirmed it. It was like it was a navy ship saw on video a um, a pyramid shaped UFO. And the government said, "Oh yeah, that's legit." But you know, with how society is, that doesn't sell in the news. You know, yeah. Whenever they say, "Oh yeah, we have aliens," but we also have to be careful because. Whenever COVID came out, everyone bought toilet paper. So if the government confirmed that we have aliens, who knows what humans Yeah, but you know what's crazy, though? Now, we I, I've said this a hundred times, but so now, like you said, they release, okay, yeah, that's real. Aliens, that's a UFO. Yeah, they're real. Imagine that news coming out even 10 years ago. I feel like everyone would just flip out. But now we're all just like, yeah, whatever. We've seen a lot, whatever. Aliens are here. Okay. <laughs> 
this last year, like, the only thing that would surprise me would be, like, true first time. Like, true, like, if, if an alien tweeted and they're all alien tweeted, that would surprise me. Because, like, the last year, I've seen so much random shit. Like, today or today I saw, like, Caitlyn Jenner's running for governor. Like, <laughs> I like, saw that too. I'm like, bro, this is a South Park episode. Like, <laughs> dude, dead ass, dude. And, like and that's, that's <laughs> we we were laughing about yeah. Young Rock because I don't know if you've seen or watched oh, the show. Oh, yeah. That unconsciously is preparing everybody for the Rock to run in 2032. Well, he said a couple. He posted something. A week, like the state. Where's he from? What state does he live in? Uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. Or wherever. Whatever state. From. Like. He had a high percentage of people like wanting him to run for president. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I, I think that, that was the whole U.S. Yeah, United it, States. It was like, like, I think it was like maybe anywhere from fifty to seventy percent. Yeah, okay. Know, yeah, it was, it was somewhere like if the Rock ran, like for me, um, I think in 2024, if Mark Cuban or the Rock ran, I, one of them's getting my vote. Oh, I could not not vote for the Rock. Yeah, I mean, it's just honestly. I mean, like as long he has to have like a, basic a good idea, brand, yeah. Like, like not just like oh I'm running. Like, oh I'm the Rock. Vote for me. <laughs> yeah. Do you? I know this is gonna kind. Of, this is kind of in the weeds, and I don't want to go like in depth on the whole anything, political part. But know. do you think that? So say like the Rock would run, Mark Cuban would run. What if they won back to back? Do you re- do you think politicians would let that happen? Because then all of a sudden, you would they would kind of lose their. I guess, meaning in the whole ecosystem because then it kind of just tells everybody, just like the whole trailer. Jake I was just Paul about thing. to compare it to Jake all, Paul. All, being a all, boxer. all it is is if you have enough followers, you literally can do anything. Like it kind of comes to a point where if I'd vote for The Rock, I'd probably vote for Mark Cuban too, just to kind of change it up. And I feel like a lot of people would do the same. But I also know that. I don't know if the political side of that, whatever it may be, whatever side you're on, whatever you believe would let so, that happen. Yeah, so in the last year, um, just to give you my political background, I'm, I'm technically a moderate. Like the other day I took, I took like the political compass test. I got like right in the middle. I was a social libertarian. So I, I guess that's what I am. I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're just like us. We're just kind of like regular people. Bro, yeah, yeah, regular people, right? So for me um, – couple things about that i would love to see it because i'm tired of this whole two-party system it's so dumb it's like oh like just because you have conservative views they label you one way just because you're a little bit liberal they label you this way so i would love to see like different options instead of just we get you know this guy that guy this guy that guy rinse and repeat so i mean honestly i would love to see it but the biggest you know issue i have is um Currently, the elites, I'll say, like, the Democrats and Republicans, they would immediately try to cheat. And yeah. They would, try to, they would try to smear them so bad. I wait, agree. wait. Yeah. Wait. You're telling me there's cheating in elections? Well, there's oh, cheating in every election. If, if, <laughs> if, if someone, if The Rock or yeah. Mark Cuban came out and didn't, didn't you know, declare for one of the parties, oh, they, 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 they would not it. win. That, yeah. They would have I, to declare one of the parties for them to win. Yeah. But, um. Because that I'll, shit's all rigged. Yeah. You know? But it's crazy because also at the same time, if you have such a big following, they, they might be good. That's why those two parties are kind of scared for someone like Mark Cuban or The Rock. Because nowadays, you know, when we were kids, we didn't have as much information now as we do back then. But I think with COVID, how we've seen, we've seen a lot of governments and, like, politicians fumble the bag a lot. Like, you know, they'll be like, oh, you're on lockdown. But then, like, Nancy Pelosi go gets her hair done. I'm like, wow, that's Right. Dude, you know, she was set up, bro. Oh, no, bro. She, like, like, all right, I'm not going to lie. So, like, me, like, 
like I, I critique both sides because to me you both, have to because like the people that don't they're they're stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah I agree hundred percent. The people that don't they're, they're really stupid. So like, for well, me. Yeah, like they're they're whatever party they you are. They have a blind they, they affiliation. Could, yeah, they could say like their party could say Probably something that, the dumbest Dude. shit, and they would just agree with them. And and we have endless conversations, and we just laugh because the serious thing that's going on in the world, we're just like, how does anybody really care about this? You know what I mean? Like why? Like yeah. part of me, part of me thinks that you know these people whoever they may be are just kind of lo- like lost. They can't make their own decisions. So they latch onto one thing and they're just like, Oh, I'm going to ride this one out. Like you can't grow as a person. If you don't change your opinion on things, once you get educated on facts, whatever the facts are, I don't know what they are, but yeah, it's, but it's <laughs> like, but that's, that's the problem the right there is like you get, I think it doesn't help that you got news agencies or whatever media outlets that affiliate with each party. And yeah, they say things as fact, and the, the other one says things the complete as, opposite. Yeah, and that's yeah. also a fact. So yeah. it's, it's like it's wild that there's not a place that I can go to where I can just get the news. Duck, duck, go, bro, bro. <laughs> all right, so if, I'm, I'm gonna drop a couple of gems for y'all. Like I'm in, right. I'm in cyber security now, so I got you guys. So duck, duck, go. Don't let Google track your data and really finesse you. Signal, signal is the most end-to-end encrypted messaging on the planet, and it's a nonprofit, so they're good. So DuckDuckGo, Signal, and always try to get a VPN. That's a virtual yeah. private network. Those are go-tos, right? So, um, yeah, the, the biggest thing that I see, bro, it's like my, my friend is reading this book. It's called The Fourth Turning. Like That's like my next book to read. It kind of highlights that either the next presidential candidacy or the one after that, there's going to be like a younger candidate that's going to maybe be the one that changes society for us. You know? All right, real quick before you go, let's yeah. pick one. Who Who would be – who would be the young candidate that you guys would want to see? We we need to kind of when we're saying young, get it's, what? it's got to be probably 40s, be thirty five. Right? No, I was gonna say thirty. Yeah, thirty five and forty five. Age limit to become president. I think it's thirty five. I'll Google it real quick. I don't think there's an age limit. I think the the youngest is I think like thirty five, like you said. Well, that's what I mean. Like yeah, how you have to be a certain age. Let's see, thirty five. All right, so thirty between thirty five and forty five, just real fast, and then and then you can. Keep I don't going. know how old this Fuck, guy is, I but know. I just love watching Ben Shapiro. I hate Ben. Oh Shapiro. my god! I, I'm not yeah, I can't even so, believe you just so, fucking. So, I, can't I love ben, actually, ben I actually Shapiro. Can't is absolutely the worst. You I can't dude. believe I you him, actually dude. just said I, a politician. I'm so mad. I love just Ben Shapiro, that. bro. Like, He's a right, well, he is a piece <laughs> of trash. It's got to be Dave Portnoy, I think. I mean, the only thing about Dave. <laughs> he is a little sensitive sometimes. Yeah. So sometimes, like even though he's like he's uh, you know he's against you know like the suits and all that stuff. I love this dog by the way. She's the best. But uh, the thing about Dave, bro, I don't. Really, I, I just don't think, I think he's a little too sensitive. Like once you get into the office, you know, some people get shook. Um, yeah, I feel that. Ben is funny. He's like, so funny. The reason I watch his videos because like I love watching different perspectives. Yeah. And some of them he's like <laughs> lip tarts. <And> he, <laughs> he is kind of funny. Um, hey, he's good down. So for me, I, I would think. I, I really wanted maybe Andrew Yang as president. Okay. Because, yeah, you know, he's big guy. on tech, not a lot of dirty history. I was also a big Bernie guy just because it's something completely different. It was, like, yeah. the reason why the Dems didn't want Bernie or Andrew Yang as president, and this is why they literally colluded against him in the primaries, was because Bernie is truly anti-war. He was, like, one of the few to vote against the um, Iraq war. So they really didn't want him in because war is business. And a lot of Democrats, historically, they really do pump a lot of money into war. Shout out the war dogs. Oh my God. 
Good movie, right? I was Great. feeling the burn hard. Bro, and I'm just like, with Bernie, I'm like, all right, we're going to legalize weed, make money off of it. You know, we're going to get maybe some type of, you know, universal basic income. But at the end of the day, it's like, he truly has no dirty laundry. You know, at the no, end of the day. he's a good dude. Yeah. I, I don't have an answer. I still can't believe I'm, JT I'm, said Ben Shapiro. I know. I'm honestly. Hey, to each his own. Appalled. You're right. Did you guys see the video of him? He bought a piece of wood at <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure Home did. Depot. Sure did. See it. <laughs> he's a shit. He's a. <laughs> he's hilarious. He's a class A douchebag. Hey, he's straight facts. <laughs> he's straight. Straight facts. Yeah. yeah that's exactly. All right. So what? What were you saying though? I I know. I just completely. Yeah, yeah, let's try to backtrack. I just completely interrupted you. It was like uh, I think we were talking about. Young oh no! Yeah, you 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 said that you think the next the next presidential election somebody young will win, yeah. and you were reading something yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, it's basically this book called The Fourth Turning. That was about, it. Yeah. It's like uh, it talks about history repeating itself. You know. So e- either not this upcoming election, but the one after that, it's going to be like a young candidate that's going to have something. Truly, like our mindset. I think our generation, we got to experience the pre-Gen X BS we're kind of seeing. So, like, we're really like, all right, we were without phones, and then we grew up with them. And I think we're the ones that really are going to, you know, change the world. That's why, I don't know if y'all saw my tweet, but, like, I think when I hit, like, 30, maybe 32, I need to travel a little bit. I'm probably running from yeah, there. Yeah, I saw that. Really? Yeah, I saw your tweet. Bro. I'd vote for you. Dude, we will fucking back the hell out of you, yeah, dude. I mean, like. The main way, bro. Is will you come on with a suit and like we'll like we'll we'll ask we'll ask you questions like a debate. Don't don't ever call me a suit, all right? <laughs> Respect. So, I mean, yeah, the way I dress, bro, it would be like you know relaxed black pants. It'd be like some type of t-shirt with a blazer jacket. Hell yeah, yeah that's it. I'm with it. And so I I'd mean, probably look like this, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, like, the, the way I would do it, you know, I wouldn't run as a Democrat or Republican. I'd be independent, and I would just be honest to the people. I would say, all right, we need to legalize marijuana to make money. I would talk about crypto. And that's all you had to say. Hey, that's it. And then the biggest time, like, West Virginia, we are so behind. If you go on, like, Google Trends, and even type in Bitcoin, West Virginia will be, like, one of the last states that even searches it. So, like, we're always behind in stuff, and it's easy for us to get finessed. We always get finessed in pharmaceuticals. We get finessed in coal. I feel like probably, like, ten families own the whole state. So that's why I'm really like, if West, like if you look at the GDP of West Virginia, it's like 76 billion. Compared to all the states around us, we're not adding jobs. And that's that, that's the biggest thing. Young people are not moving back like they should. You know, we have to shift to more innovative things. You know, we have to stop thinking. You know, like I love West Virginia because we're you know we're prideful. It's I love the mountains, but we need to utilize legalizing weed. We need to le- utilize the technology we're having. Because we're just not a tech-savvy state. And, you know, we're talking about technology here. And if all the states around us, that's Pennsylvania, Ohio, um, Maryland, all of them have higher populations. All of them are building new stuff. Anytime you go to even Washington, they're building new stuff. I think here, when's the last time we even built something in really? What, sheets? <laughs> and it's like, you know. Hey, shout out the MTO. The Highlands is the only new. Yeah, literally. But even the Highlands, can you even consider that wheeling? The Highlands is really, that's yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, right. So it's like the Highlands knew what they were doing because they know they're going to get all the, the traffic. But I mean, it's still Ohio County, right? But it's like, is it really willing, though? You know, like I mean, like, no. I mean, yeah. uh, the fact that you can't get up there without getting on the highway. It'd be nice if there was some, like, back roads that, that took you up to the Highlands. You could go 40, right? Yeah, you can go 40 and go up to Dallas Pike. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right, come you're right. You mean like straight to the Highlands. Something that puts you yeah. right in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Now, let me let me ask you this. Do you think do you think that 
one big reason that West Virginia might not make money or might not have people move back is because there's not like a I know this is going to sound weird, but I think about this all the time. We don't really have like a, a lake or like something big that people like you have Deep Creek, Maryland, you have Senecaville Lake, Lake Norman in North Carolina. There, There's. I guess you do have Summersville Lake, but the difference with Summersville Lake, Lake. Yeah, I was going to say Sheet shit, Lake. There is Sheet Lake. But also Summersville Lake, you can't build houses around. All right, so, so you also got to think about this. What do we have that a lot of people don't? We have natural beauty. We have Cooper's Rock. Damn yeah. right we do. Have you seen this face? <laughs> Look at these freaking eyes. Pipes. So, so the biggest thing in West Virginia, we have to utilize – Things that are in demand. So if you look at coal, coal, like a lot of countries, especially Europe and even China, they're all going off of fossil fuels. This is fact. And they're all trying to do it by 2030. You know, like if you don't believe in science, if you do, whatever. But there is like kind of issues with, you know, renewable energy, coal, all things like that. So the biggest thing in West Virginia, once the world's like we don't need coal anymore, what's going to happen to us? So we have to think about what are some places that are utilizing what's in demand? A lot of places utilize marijuana and tourism. So you're not telling me people would not pay to have a guided tour yeah. through Cooper's Rock, go through a hike. They could either meditate with it and do all this and that. And you're like, yeah, you get the home feeling. You're not in a city. You get to do uh, this. And it's like that's something that can make West Virginia be a boom. We already have the farms. We have the lands for it. But we have such an old, primitive mindset. Yeah. So yeah. if you look at our education, our education is in the bottom 10 percentile. So, you know, we you – know, West Virginia is so weird because – we're low in income, we're low in education, and a lot of people believe we're like a confederate state. Like a lot of people there are still, they're like, oh yeah, we're the South, but I'm like, hey dumbass, if you look at history, we fought for the North. But that's why I, I get confused when I see people like from West Virginia like support that. I'm just like, all right, but you don't know history. So <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? So like, <laughs> that right. is kind of funny because it, it is like a predominantly red state and it's like, hey idiot, we didn't want to do that to begin with. Yeah, it's like, I'm not saying vote full Democrat because I, I don't like either party. I, I like bits and pieces of, of both sides, I guess. But at the end of the day, you do have to change your mindset. It can't just be, oh, we're going to just ride out coal and not legalize this and that. Or you're going to lose young people. If you're not building stuff to get them here because we don't well, have yeah. a lake in Wheeling, but yeah. we need to, you know. Dude, and if you look at, like, the housing and market around here, mm-hmm. there's, like, it's tough to get an affordable, at least for me right now. It's tough to get, like, an affordable house in Wheeling. Like, I don't know if I'm the only one who, like, thinks about this, but I think houses around here are expensive as fuck. I mean, honestly, for me, I'm not buying a house anytime soon. Yeah. For me, that's a big liability. Like, buying a car, a new house, and I'd rather invest, play my cards right, see what the, you know, market does. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Because that's why buying a house is, if you, if, have you ever watched The Big Short, the movie? No, I, I haven't watched Bro, it all the way through need, now. Bro, have you watched it? I have not. All right, please promise me you'll watch that this week. It's who's who's in that? So it's like um, Steve Carell, yeah, Christian Bale. Yeah, Steve Carell, uh, uh, Christian Bale. He's like the main guy, yeah. based on the actual guy who called it. And in the movie, you'll see how manipulated they are. And the thing is, that 2008 financial crisis, I think six million Americans lost their jobs. People lost 401k. And in the movie, they highlighted that for every percentage that we go up in unemployment, ten thousand people die. Because you know, whenever you're in unemployment, you lose health coverage. You don't have, you know, you can't pay, you know, to get maybe insulin, you can't pay to like, get food. Yeah. So when you really look at that, the thing that really got me big into like you know Bitcoin, that's, and this is the biggest thing that I think can help us, is after that 2008 financial crisis, the whole world went down. That's why the price of college went up. If you look at government funding to colleges pre-2008, like our parents, they harped on us, oh, go to college, go to college, but it was way cheaper for them. Inflation has really kicked our ass because it's like 
same education, but we paid three times as much. Yeah. So after that 2008 financial crisis, nobody went to jail for it. Like really no one, they had bailed out. So for, that's for me, I'm like, all right, I'm into like, you know, crypto, I'm into Bitcoin because it's something decentralized that's for us. It's not something that's going to manipulate us like we've seen, you know, year after year. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, the whole college thing, though, too, <laughs> a degree is just not even worth a damn like it was back then either. That's I mean, a big, big issue, yeah, I, I'd I, say. I mean, for me, that's why, like, um, even though, like, I just recently got my, like, MBA in, like, December, but then I've transitioned into tech. Like, I'm going, I'm in, like, cybersecurity. I'm looking to get, like, you know, certifications because that's the newest trade skill. Because if you're yeah. good at tech, yeah, because... Absolutely. Like, uh, like blockchain, that's something that's in high demand. Cybersecurity, like, if you go on the Internet, everyone's getting hacked every week. There's data breaches every week. Facebook, there's over 500 million people that information was on there. Uh, bro, it's, it's crazy. So that's, that's funny you brought that up because that was one of my questions um, about, you know, Coinbase, you know, your trust wallet, all that kind of stuff, all those kind of wallets, like crypto wallets, all those kind of sites. Is that like a poten- potential threat? Like, could hackers like so, get into that? So, like, so that's why I brought it. So, this is like my hardware wallet right here. This has like my Bitcoin, my Ethereum. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. This is it right here. So, it uses like very, very advanced cryptography. So that's like the encryption. So, like, whenever something's truly encrypted, you need the private key to even get into it. So, for this thing to get hacked, that means that so many integrities of even the internet would be under jeopardy. So. The day that Bitcoin or, like, one of these wallets gets hacked, we're going to have bigger issues. So, like, everything's basically hacked into by then. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, that's why. But, like, currently, you know, the technology isn't there. Could it possibly be here one day? I hope not because if it is, then it's like everything's obsolete. You could take down e-commerce. You could take down Facebook. You could take down a lot of shit. So, that's why, like, whenever people say, what happens if, you know, Bitcoin gets hacked or the Internet goes down, like, well, we're going to have bigger problems to worry about. So, if, if, like, Bitcoin is getting hacked, essentially everything's fucked beforehand. Like, the Internet's screwed already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the biggest thing about Bitcoin, it's um, there's more incentive to – the network that's by having your own miner adding a node then hacking it because say if someone tried to hack bitcoin the value would go to zero because no one would want it They're, oh i don't want a currency that can be hacked so the only, the only person that would even try to hack it would be a jealous government looking to oh no yeah. i don't want my people having that and there there's more incentive and in strengthening the network than hacking it because you get rewarded for confirming uh you know transactions that's where the complex mathematical equations come in okay so how how soon are we, and I know this is a difficult question, but you know more than I do, <laughs> how soon are we to, to when, like, people are regularly getting paid in that kind of currency? I mean, if you look at it, the, 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 who's the football guy? Osum, he, like, converted half. Russell O'Conn. Russell O'Conn. He was a Bronco. Yeah, shout right. out. <laughs> uh, so he was already one of the first ones. People called him crazy a year ago for converting half of his $13 million paycheck into Bitcoin, which paid off 600, you know, 700%. So I think once people realize, you know, especially this is, this is why I think like the reason why I would want to run for, you know, Marin Willing, I would look to incorporate people getting paid in Bitcoin here because you really have to look at Austrian economics. The economics that we know is Keynesian economics, which focuses on aggregate spending and increasing the money supply. So this is really, that's where it gets kind of shady. Oh, we need to spend more, increase the money supply more. That's where shit gets fucked up. Austrian economics looks at the value of money over time. That's why they really, they really realize that the most 
um, limited resources, human time. So we should focus on increasing the value of our money over the long term as opposed to short aggregated spending. So that's why with me, you know, even a, um, let's say like a uh, minimum wage job, the reason why I'm kind of on the fence about increasing the wage, I'm like, no, just pay them half in Bitcoin because they will see their value increase just based off of scarcity. Because even though our U.S. dollar keeps getting inflated, that 21 million fixed number is going to keep them increasing over time. So even with a minimum wage job, if, as long as you change your spending, because it's like if you work at McDonald's and you work 40 hours a week, let's say you make 25, 30,000 a year, you got to fix your spending. You can't be buying dumb shit. So there really is ways to where you can generate generational wealth even off a minimum wage income. So that you have to tell yourself, do I need new shoes? Do I need a $100, $2,000 outfit? Do I need a new car? Do I need a new house? If you become minimalistic and frugal, you could really make a lot of money in today's day and age. Do you have a photographic memory? Bro, I fucking wish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, so, like, you really you really did just learn all that shit, bro, too, Bro, because if you go to the first episode, I know. Like, that's why I was so excited to come back on. I was like... You are legitimately a completely different person in bro, the best way possible. Bro, it's... And, bro, you know what's crazy? Joe Rogan... I read a Bitcoin book called The Bitcoin Standard, uh, an alternative to centralized banking. And Twitter has been so beneficial in the last year, as long as you look at the right shit. And YouTube, of course. Bro, it's, it's been, it's been life-changing. Hell yeah, like really, podcasts, one book, Twitter and Joe Rogan has been more beneficial than my last six years of college. I would, I would yeah, and, I agree. You and, can learn a lot from what you just said. And bro, it's, it's crazy because the people that would call me crazy, you can see like, any question you have, I have a pretty detailed answer. Like, I give you some real – I give you facts, too, you know? But, like, the people that no, I'm like, trying to stump you, and I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, impossible. <laughs> no, I, it's, like, you know, like, the thing is, I'm always learning every day. Like, I look up random shit for fun now. Like, I just love it. So, the thing is, like, we have too many – like, I can't wait till the – it sucks to say, but I can't wait till the older rich people die. Because, <laughs> like, they, they control everything. So, once they, you know, pass off, I'm like, all right, now we can get shit going. That's why – true. Yeah. And that's it why, sucks, like, but <laughs> – if I ever get into politics, I'm going to be the same person I am now. I'm not going to take lobbyist money and all that bullshit. I'm like, what do the people want, bro? And that's that's really it. Yeah. Damn. I mean, it it is it's fascinating getting informed on things that I thought I knew and I just don't at all. I actually might be one of the dumbest people in America just not <laughs> knowing any of this stuff. I mean, it it, it is it, it's it's so crazy that when we were younger, we didn't even we barely had the internet. Like we, we, we were at a point where you would come home from school and you would go outside and ride your bike or ride a scooter or fight your friends or play baseball or whatever it may be. And now over X amount of years, we are to the point where we're talking about a world where you can buy plots of land In like the Oasis. The Oasis. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, there's this thing called uh, Microsoft Azora, I think it's called. It's like their new thing. It's going to be like a Ready Player One thing. To where, say, if you guys want to do a podcast, you would put on like the little helmet thing, and then you would have it on in Germany, and you'd be able to basically see a holograph of him sitting right so there. So we're literally at <laughs> the uh, – no, It's uh, – well, what's it called? Um, the Jedi Council. No, I right think now. I just spelled it wrong. I don't know how to spell Azora. No, it's uh, – it might not be called Azor. Just type in like Microsoft VR helmet. I'm so literally we would the just worst. Have a Jedi Council podcast. It's yeah. You know the Jedi. Yeah, they're all, all sitting in their chairs, but half of them aren't even there. Damn. 
Your references are. Isn't sick, it crazy bro. that Jamie can literally just Google search that fast with one hand, and I just suck Did at you find it, with it too. No, but it just is the the breakthrough you know, uh, headset. Type in like Microsoft AR. And, uh, we'll find uh, it. We'll work through it. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure. Hololens? No, it's not that one. It's like they literally just can't. No, no, it, oh, oh, it might be called Microsoft Mesh now. Mesh? Freaking Bill Gates. F- fucking Microsoft Bill Gates. Mesh. Microsoft Mesh. Windows Live Mesh. Uh, I don't know. How about this? Hey, Here, listeners, you can actually figure feel it like, out. Hey, what's that? You can actually feel like you're in the same place. Where? Right here. Right there. Oh, yeah, It's yeah. got to be that. Well, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, this is a recent article in March, too. Yeah, because uh, they came out with a trailer for it. It was, like, insane. Oh, yeah. Damn. Look at this cat. That guy's guy's at Cabela's looking at all the animals on the wall. Our podcast studio could just be an aquarium. Yeah, so if you go, like, on YouTube, they have, like, the whole introduction. It's, like, two minutes. All right, so we found it, everybody. Microsoft Mesh. Just just YouTube it or Google it. It looks pretty sick. It's... Yeah, bro, it's pretty cool, and it, it's crazy how, like, some people choose to spend, like, their time just arguing about bullshit, and I'm like, we have the solutions to change the world, but, you know, it, it's going to take half the states, like, you know, like, oh, I look at the U.S., I, I think one day, this this is my this is my little theory, I think one day we're going to have, like, a super city, either the west or the east part of the U.S., we're going to be all flying cars, hyperloops, I think one person to be, like, Mad Max, well, one person be like, "Oh no, we're not buying Bitcoin. We're not doing this and that." And they're just gonna be Mad Max, you know, eating each other. And then we're gonna be like two hours over and like, you know, have have like a giant wall up or whatever it yeah. is, just yeah. separating. Or it's like, yeah, you guys can come over once you realize you're wrong. We were never wrong. And then yeah, it's, it's gonna be like that one day. Uh, hopefully, the whole world you know figures it out. But yeah, I mean, that's just one little theory I think personally. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a good theory to have because you will have those people that will just not accept any of this new age stuff. You know what I mean? Just like you were saying, West Virginia, it's so, like, old school mindset. Like, they don't want to legalize marijuana. It's like, why? It would bring so much money to our state. And I'm like, bro, if you look at the GDP, because at the end of the day, people, they, all they talk about is, oh, it's not bringing back money. I'm like, all right, Google GDP of Virginia. GDP, and like, I looked at this the other day. Like, I, I, did, I did GDP of West Virginia. It was, like, $76 uh, billion, And now I did GDP of Virginia, because it used to be one state. I think it was almost two, if not three times higher. I'm like, okay, Virginia does have Virginia Beach, but besides that, what else do they have? And that's what you think. They had, they were more innovative. They, I think they recently legalized marijuana. And I'm just like, with, with, with West Virginia, the only thing that we can do to bring back more people here, like the hyperloop thing is cool that we have in Morgantown that they're building, mm. but that's not jobs for us. Those are jobs for engineers that they're going to bring out of state. Yeah. So is that really helping the West Virginia economy? So things that we can do, you know, you guys worked at like a tobacco shop. Wouldn't you love to be like, hey, you go, you can sell weed here legally, get paid in Bitcoin, make money, and still do your podcast. Yeah, there's there's, there's nothing stopping that except. Are we talking about heaven? Yeah, like, you, know, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, but it's crazy. That's why, like, even though I'm like, I know how shady politics are. I've watched Joe Rogan. I've seen both sides, smear kings and all that. I'm like, well, even though I hate it, I at least have to give it a try. I'm gonna try to run for mayor one day. If people don't want it, oh well, I'll just go be successful somewhere else. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, That's, we will help you win, dude. It's so funny you mentioned like. At the tobacco store, like saying, "Hey, you could buy weed, whatever." You you know Delta Eight, like the Delta Eight carts or whatever. There's stores that I go to now, like independent stores that don't have them yet, and that's not even my product or anything. Like it's not benefiting me to say this stuff to them. And I'm like, "Have you heard of this Delta Eight stuff? Like people are selling it everywhere, selling a shit ton. 
the the markup's good, like the margins are good. And they're like, yeah, but the owner, like they they don't buy into that stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah. like why? It's, One, it, you're gonna make more money with it. Like two, like why not? It's That's funny to hear understand. you say that because I do the same yeah. exact thing. And they're like, well, yeah, he knows, but you know, he doesn't he doesn't want to do that. You know, whatever. Yeah, it's um just make less money. Uh, at the end of the day, it's the stigma against it. Yeah, if you look at Nixon, when Nixon behind closed doors, they have him on documentation. Um, we need to charge the hippies and the blacks with their leaders with marijuana to corrupt their communities. They mainly did it because they my uncle was crazy, bro. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's crazy how you know my, my biggest thing for it. Whenever people give the rebuttal, we don't like it. I'm like, all right. Well, West Virginia has a heroin problem. Like I think, um, I think it was last summer. I was working at Cal. I was like a RA. I was moving with these guys. We were moving stuff. I talked to this guy. I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, oh man, I can't wait to go smoke. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, yeah, I got my medical card. He said I was hooked on heroin for 10 years, but then once I got my uh, medicinal card, I've been able to see my kids, you know, I've been able to do this and that. He said, like, cops have pulled me over twice and had to give me my weed back. And I'm like, I'm like, damn. So weed literally helped him get off of heroin, be able to see his kids, but we're still putting in the media, like, oh, if you smoke weed, you'll die, this and that. To me, it's just bullshit. Yeah. That's uh, all it is. Yeah. Just old school mindset. Yeah, they exactly can't get past this. It, it really is. You guys have anything else you want to ask before we wrap her on up here? I think I'm. Well, well let's see. Let's you, see if we have any good any questions th- from the audience. You educated the shit out of me today, though. Seriously, seriously. <laughs> we got a couple questions from the audience. Let's see if there are any good ones. Uh, All right. Okay. Here we go. If time is an asset, could it also be a currency? He said. Hmm. Well, Interesting. Well, yeah, because if you technically look at Bitcoin, it technically is a time asset. Because the reason why you buy into it because you're buying into something that you know is scarce. If you own one Bitcoin, 21 million, you are way better. Like, there will only ever be 21 million ever in existence. So if you want to play the uh, you know game theory and play the long term, technically buying Bitcoin is putting your time into something that's going to grow in value. There you go. There you go, audience. Uh, I'm confused. So you're saying there's only 21 million Bitcoins out there. Yeah. So, so then what's the whole people that talk about mining Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. Does that mean there's Bitcoins out there that are in limbo so, that so, some people don't own? So you really want to talk about the stock-to-flow model. That's the amount that's currently in circulation and the new amount that's currently being mined. So every four years, there's this, there's this thing called the halving. Mm-hmm. So every time a miner confirms a confirmation to be the first one of a new block, that's the blockchain. It's, it's stacking data, confirming it on a public ledger. Every time there's a newly mined, you know, Bitcoin, it brings new, like that that miner is rewarded in Bitcoin. So currently, I think the reward since the most recent halving was in May of 2020. So I think the reward now is like um, it's like six six new Bitcoins for the first person who confirms the transaction, right? So that amount to the miners in the next four years, which is going to be 2024, it's the next halving. Then it's going to go to three, and then 2028 it's going to be like two, and then you know so on to where the last. Mine Bitcoin won't be until I think 2,108. I think that's the last year that the last one will be mined. So it's like um, it becomes more complex. Like these processors, if you ever look up like Bitcoin miners, they'll be like a basement like this with like fans. They'll be stacked up. They're just doing crazy processing power. That's why I believe in renewable energy because this is truly turning electricity into sound hard money. Right. Whoa. Damn. Mind blown. That was a mind blow. <laughs> I don't even understand. You could end it on that, <laughs> dude. Yes, we're 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 gonna we're yeah. literally gonna take it out on that because I can't. I don't think anybody can follow. It's just that. crazy, yeah. dude. Like the world is just. <laughs> hey, wild. just just keep it's listening wild, to us. Man. But um, 
G, thank you for coming, man. So, guys, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jerry Nixon Jr. Make sure to follow the Juice Box Pod on everything. Make sure to follow JT on TikTok. The man is just blowing up. He's a TikTok god. Morning milk. And hashtag yeah, morning bro. milk, baby. So, um, T-shirts coming soon. That's all I'm going to say. They're very, very soon, so pay attention. All right, thanks. Yeah, uh, thank you, G. Another great episode. It flew right by. I learned a lot again. Um, sadly, I will probably forget a lot <laughs> of the knowledge you taught me uh, tomorrow. But, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm on the Juicebox Podcast Twitter. That's at the Juicebox Pod. That's at the Juicebox Pod. Instagram, John Theodore Nixon. Hashtag Milk Gang Morning Milk, 8.30 a.m. on Fridays. Uh, follow us on Facebook, the Juicebox Podcast. We're not the diabetes, the Juicebox Podcast. And, G, you can plug anything you want to plug right now. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to you guys. Um, follow me on social media, at uh, BigGerm34. It's like the same for Twitter and Instagram. Um, I also have a podcast, Free Game, and I also have my own company, uh, Seed which I'll definitely like plug in with all y'all. But, yeah, man, um, thank y'all for having me on the show. It's always good company. Shout out. I love that Milk Gang stuff. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah, man. I uh, can't wait to be back on in, like, I don't know, six months. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. Hell yeah, dude. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks, y'all, man. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm sorry. I'm on Instagram, at Zarly Price, and I'm on Twitter, at PokeZar. That's Z-A-R. Z's and Zebra, A's and Apple. Are you going to vote for G in 2032? R as in Reebok. Don't get it twisted. Bye-bye.